All right, ladies and gentlemen,、uh, welcome back to Triple F.、Uh, I've got Thomas with me. Thomas, what happened on the on the weekend、uh, with the Saints? Um, we pretty much bounced back, which was good.、Um, Yay! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a it was a good win to say the least. I guess it was kind of a win that we had to that we had to get. Unfortunately, it was probably at the start of the season we'd be looking.、Um, At this match, as they kind of just get through the match without any injuries and move on to the next one. But I guess、mm-hmm. um, with the stuff that's been happening earlier on、um, with the injuries and all that, I guess this was one match which we had to really stamp our authority, and luckily we did so.、Um, having said that, Hawthorne had a fair few injuries on their list.、Yeah. If I, if so, I, I can, if I can,、yeah. or if you can exchange one loss、uh, for this win from the、yeah. last five, four, five rounds. Which which game do you think you deserve that extra?、Uh, you, which team do you th- well? Which game do you think that Saints really deserve the win? Even though even including blowout games. Um, poor. I wouldn't say deserve particularly because I don't think we've deserved anything that we've lost, unfortunately.、Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd probably have to say the Melbourne game if I had to choose one.、Mm-hmm. Um, I think even though the Essendon one was a bit of a shock. Um, in regards to going into that match, we were heavy favourites. I think the Melbourne one,、um, we probably had our chances definitely in that game. And I think that just set up kind of the kind of rollercoaster downward or the downward trend、um, going into the next couple games. I think I think that game really just showed our weaknesses or lack of depth per se,、um, and it got really exposed in those next couple games. So we did、right. um, get a few heavy losses. Okay,、um, coming off a win. Uh, huge confidence.、Uh, moving to the next rounds.、Uh, before we're going,、um, Super Coach, happy with the Super Coach score? Um, oh, it's average to say average. the least. Two thousand, two thousand, yeah, two thousand something, which was below par, I think,、mm-hmm. or just just below par.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a bit difficult, I guess, with with trades and stuff, and making the right call at the right time.、Um, probably had one trade. That kind of cost me a couple points, but it's a long season, so we'll see how we go. But I think it's it's getting better in, in regards. So I think they they might be moving on to announcing teams、um, on the Thursday evening. I think that, that I heard that somewhere that they're actually trying to or having a meeting、um, today to potentially make announcements for all teams on Thursday, which would make life a lot easier rather than having to wait until the very last minute to do trades. But、um, who knows when that will actually. Um, take full effect for for someone、um, who played. Sorry, for someone who played for the, like you know as a first season.、Um, yeah. Do you think? Because、uh, I felt this way. It's I felt like it got harder and harder to trade or substitute as season goes. Is that is that a thing or is it just me not understanding it? A super coach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, sometimes it's really easy to trade. Um, especially say when there's one player definitely that you should be trading in regardless or making the obvious trade.、Um, having said that, it does, I think you're right in the fact that it does get harder on、um, because you've only got 30 trades. I know that AFL Fantasy, for example, you have two trades each week regardless of, of the scenario. So essentially, you have 44 trades all up,、mm-hmm. um, which makes life a lot easier because if you stuff something up, you can easily kind of backpedal a bit, even though it may cost you a little bit.、Um, you can easily just correct that the next week. But because you've only got 30 in the season,、um, it can make it a bit tricky and a bit demotivating, I guess, if you make a wrong call. 
and then have to suffer that through the week and then you know you have to kind of either fix it or try and do something else it makes it a little bit hard Um, and I think this season in particular there's been so many injuries and and things like that I think in particular the injury front has hit a lot of people hard and a lot of people have to waste trades just to get rid of a player that's been injured um, who you would have not necessarily thought you would have traded out in the first place Mm. and also like you got player who kicked 10 goals one game and then just disappear the next um, it's so hard to put in and then and then some 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 players um, I don't know any of my top of my head but they could be just really ups and downs and like like they'll play two games really well and then become really expensive be like all right cool I'll give you the third one and then they're just you know two disposals and the only player I think you were right on the like spot on Nat, Nat and Gorn and Trucker yeah. They were yeah. so consistent. They were 110, 120, and, or, or even better. So, any more consistent players? <laughs> I mean, oh, the easy ones, Jack McRae. Oh, yeah, Jack yeah, yeah. From the Western Bulldogs. Um, so many other ones, really. Even, like, you look at Jake Lloyd, who last year, he was defend- a defender for the Swans. I mean, he was consistently putting out 130s with his eyes closed, pretty much, and even his bad games were... Were, were, you know, 110s. Um, but even he's had an average start. I mean, he's still hitting above 100s, but just over 100. Um, but, I mean, you're right in saying that, it, you know, you look at Jordan Ridley, for example, who was averaging about 130, um, and everyone, you know, was saying you had to get him in. And then I got him in, um, I don't know, what, a couple, two weeks ago, I think, and then he was started all right, pretty average, but then he got concussed, so he misses a week automatically. Um, and he comes back against Carlton and still doesn't score 100. So it's a bit um, up and down. It's so hard to predict. You can say that one player may have, you know, 10 consistent games where they score 110 or 110 or above and have a good start to the season. But then you get one game where they either get injured and you can't predict that sort of thing. Um, and it's, you know, a bit of a roller coaster there. But having said that, I mean, that's where the more experienced players, I guess, understand those players who are a bit more consistent um, and don't just trade in someone who has had two like really flash games um, but then the rest of the season they're you know pretty average because I guess the people that you're trying to trade in are the, are the players that you think will be their top 10 or top 8 in their position on averages by the end of the season which is pretty hard to predict mm-hmm. mm-hmm. alright oh you got a bit of sniffle Okay, is yeah, everything okay? I've been on the weather, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just call out the, the better team, please. Just call out the better team. Richmond, Geelong. Um, that'd be a close one. Um, I go for Geelong. I, I want, reckon I want Geelong. <laughs> Richmond. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. Um, G- GWS, Essendon. Uh, GWS. Uh, Gold Coast, St Kilda. Uh, tight one, but after oh, back securing. Yep, yep. North Melbourne surprisingly did, did okay on the weekend. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying good, but okay. So North Melbourne Collingwood, this will be the. <laughs> I think this will actually be a, a game that could. Um, I don't know if Nathan would bother watching footy after this, but <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think I don't know if, if Collingwood can bounce back or will bounce back or. Um, I think North I'll tip North in this one yeah. um, it could be the game that somehow rejuvenates them to, to get a win and um, kind of kick Collingwood further down a little bit more without putting anyone sort of you know in, in a bad in a bad place then it should be or it is now 
Do you think this is uh, going to be a, a a match for wooden spooners? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, you look at it nowadays because it's North versus Collingwood, 17th versus 18th. But uh-huh. um, on paper, in the start of the season, um, Collingwood, you would have thought, would easily beat North Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but it seems like North Melbourne is starting to pick a, pick a few more boxes where they have to, and they've been in, in games more often. They just haven't finished it off. I mean, they look at the game they played at Melbourne. I mean, granted, it was in Tasmania, so it favoured their their team a little bit more because you know they they might be more used to conditions or whatever. Um, but they stayed in that game for, for three and a half quarters realistically, and, and Melbourne got them at the end. So I think they take a fair bit of confidence out and um, try and start really strongly against Collingwood. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they can do that, they go a long way to winning that game. But I think it'll be close because I think Collingwood. I mean, they have to win that game to. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they lose that game by, say, 10, 20 points. Nathan Buckley loses his job pretty quickly, I think. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is just a rumour. I don't want to say anything more, but uh, they said that Collingwood is going to sign Bucks for three more years. That's just a rumour. I'm not going to... I'm not credit for that. I just saw that on, on somewhere. All right, anyway. Uh, Melbourne, Sydney. Melbourne's getting some tough games. Yeah. <sighs> Who'd you got... Uh, I think Melbourne yep. will win that one. I mean, Sydney came off a really strong win against Geelong um, in Sydney, however. But I think Melbourne, they'll have a lot of confidence going in. I think they, they want to get to that game against, I think, the Western Bulldogs when they play them in round 10. And if they can get their 10 and 0, mm. um, it'd be pretty impressive. And they, they don't really have any weaknesses. I mean, they lost uh, Adam Tomlinson to an ACL, unfortunately, which would have um, suffered their back one a little bit. But if they could fix that up... Um, They'll pretty much go into that favourites, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Port at Port Adelaide versus Adelaide should be an easy one. Yeah, it's a dart. It's a dart. That's a traditional derby. Um, I think Port Adelaide should be too strong, especially. I mean, I would have said it might be a little bit closer if Port Adelaide won the game against Brisbane and went into that one. But I think after losing against Brisbane, um, they'd want to stamp their authority back and and really show who's who's kind of the better team in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Hawks. Uh, West Coast. Actually, this will be a really good game, I reckon. Hawks versus West Coast. Yeah. It depends which Hawthorne comes up. I mean, they lost a lot of players against us yesterday. Yeah. I mean, not yesterday, last week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of a, almost a VFL-like Hawthorne, realistically. Um, but um, it just depends if, if they can nullify uh, West Coast tools. Otherwise, West Coast will be way too strong, I think. Yeah. Uh, next one, in my opinion, will be should be a popcorn match. Bulldogs and Carlton. Yeah, I think Carlton will have a lot of confidence going into this game um, because they, they played pretty well against Eston. I think the worrying sign for Carlton was that they managed to concede about 100 points as well, um, even though they beat Essendon. Um, but I think the Dogs, if they are to show the AFL they are the real deal, um, they have to pump Carlton pretty heavily. Um, and I think just if you look at the midfield matchups. I think that's where the game will be won, um, and the dogs. I think they'll they'll show um, the AFL that they really deserve a kind of a, a top kind of two position, and, and hopefully they'll if if they can show that they'll win Carlton pretty comfortably. Okay, Fremantle Dockers and Lions. Um, yeah, I think the Lions are improving pretty much every week. I mean, people thought that without Lockie Neal, they'd you know fall off a cliff pretty much, but I think. Um, Without no lucky Neil, they've showed they've got the depth. They've had Zach Bailey in there at times, and Dane Zorko spent more time in the midfield. So I guess they've spread the load a bit more, and I think the lines will be too strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, beautiful. All right.、Uh, first of all, lemon and ginger. That's your homework this week. Yeah, lemon, ginger, rest. And、um, yeah. So for those who are listening,、uh, basically, I am a father of newborn. I'm your host and.、Uh, Semi sleep deprived, but、um, I was in your position for a few weeks.、Um, so、uh, yeah, I, I totally understand. So lemon, ginger, and a bit of honey、yeah. required.、Uh, hopefully, we'll have a chat next week, and hopefully,、uh, saints will go up as well as bombers. Alrighty. Yeah,、thank、no、you. worries. Yeah, thank you so much. Alright,、um, I'm gonna leave you here,、um, and all the listeners out there,、um, keep following social media on、uh, with Triple F, and I'll speak to you next time. Alright, bye for now. Bye bye.